0: Log Talk Radio. Welcome to the Motor Mouth Moseley Radio Show. You have reached the man, Motor Mouth Mosley himself. You're calling in at 347-945-7975. We've got a lot of show tonight. We've got a whole lot of things we got to hit on. We've got a full slate, uh, pre-season NFL games. We want to do a touch-up on what's going on with Major League Baseball. And also, we'd like to touch on what's going on in today's PGA Championship. Um, again, if you're looking at um, communicating with us, you can hit us up on email at Mortenoff Mosley at AOL dot com. You can hit us up on Twitter at mm twenty at M Mosley twenty four, or of course you can always uh, just hit us up on Facebook, like our page, uh, blog, log in the blog Talk Radio, and we'll look forward to hearing from you. Show ideas, uh, conversation, topics you'd like to talk about. always willing to listen. First thing I want to do is I want to go over today's current Major League Baseball standings, look at the division races and see how they're panning out with about Thirty percent left of the season. We're almost uh, we're almost getting ready to wind down and to get exciting. Uh, American League West, we're looking at the Texas Rangers who were on a major uh six game streak. They are now one game ahead of the Oakland Raiders, probably the tightest is the tightest race in Major League Baseball. AL East, we've got Boston Red Sox, three games up on Tampa Bay and five games five and a half games up on Baltimore Orioles. American League Central, we've got the Detroit Tigers running away from the Cleveland Indians. They're up by 7.5. Kansas City is still in the race at 8.5 games back. In the National League, you're looking at National League West. Los Angeles Dodgers are now 6.5 games up over the Arizona Diamondbacks. That race may be pretty much over with unless something drastic happens. National League East, your hometown Atlanta Braves are now 14.5 games up over the Washington Senators. Definitely that game is over with. They won a major, I think, 14-game win streak. Just lost last night in the game, 1-0 on a pass ball by the catcher Gattis. Uh, could have actually continued the streak, but the offense decided not to show up. But they had a huge lead. Uh, you thought they probably would collapse after losing their star pitcher, Tim Hudson, to an ankle injury. But instead, they lost the next game and then went on the streak. National League Central. Pittsburgh Pirates with the best record in Major League Baseball and now four games up over the St. Louis Cardinals. Cincinnati Reds are in the wild card chase at uh, six, six games back. we uh, look looking to see what happens in this, this year's fall classic, see who makes it in. Some guys playing some real good baseball. Uh, some noted uh, season highlights. Crash Vegas, formerly the Texas Rangers, is having uh, a stellar year. Breakout year in home runs, leading both. Leagues and home runs. Miguel um, Cabrera looking to repeat his triple crown. Um, So, got a lot of things going on with baseball. See what's going to happen. Just got through finishing earlier earlier today, the first full week of preseason games. Of course, football started last week with the Cowboys winning over the Miami Dolphins in the Hall of Fame game. But this week, all 32 teams were in action. We'll go down and touch on each and every game. We'll start off with the Baltimore Ravens, who defeated uh, Tampa. Jim Flacco, Joe Flacco, who's just signed a big offseason season contract, uh, played his normal self. Most of the quarterbacks, most of the starters uh, in all these games played about either a drive, a series, or they played a quarter, and then they let the backups play the rest of the game. So uh, it, you really don't get a real feel of how the team is going to look except for the first quarter of, the, of most of the games. Uh, Tampa Bay struggle. Uh, having uh, looks like they're having a quarterback battle with uh, the incumbent Josh Freeman and a rookie out of North Carolina State, uh, Mike Glennon. We'll see how that's going to work. they are working with a new head coach also. We'll see uh, how well uh, Baltimore does. They lost a lot of players off of their Super Bowl winning team. It uh, should be interesting. Then we have Cincinnati beating Atlanta. Atlanta's night Ryan came in with a new $100 million contract since he's uh, Andy Dalton, uh, second or third year player out of TCU, had a stellar game for the, you know, the short time that he played. The interesting part of that game to me was a side story of Brian Banks, uh, who was released from prison and exonerated for a crime that he didn't commit. And after last playing uh, football, when he was in high school, a senior in high school, he's now trying to make uh, the Atlanta Falcons roster. St. Louis. Rams played the uh, Cleveland Browns. Cleveland won uh, 27-19. Quarterback Brandon Wheaton looked pretty good for the Browns. Uh, as for the Rams, they're looking to replace their longtime running back, Steven Jackson, who's now in Atlanta. They looked like they struggled a little bit. But, uh, again, early in the season, we'll see what's going to happen uh, later in the uh, preseason. Washington Redskins defeated Tennessee. Um, no RG3 played. He didn't play at all. Craig Cousins started the game for the Redskins. Uh, what was, uh, the first highlight of the game was actually Chris Johnson's 58-yard run. Looks like that running back is already uh, ready to do another chase for 2,000 yards rushing. Uh, for the Redskins, it was interesting, interesting to see Pat White, formerly of West Virginia, who had last played the league three years ago. Uh, he came in as a backup, and he's fighting for that second-string uh, spot on the roster with Kirk Cousins. Was wearing number five and kinda looked like a slimmer, faster Donovan McNabb, but he played really well and it should be interesting to see uh if either Cousins is used for draft as a uh, as as a trade bait or if they will keep all three quarterbacks, but I think they're pretty set especially uh with RGB being their RG three being their starter. Yeah, Denver playing San Francisco, Denver won that one ten to six. The, minors, the Niners were a little bit new with uh, the players that our team that went to the Bowl last year. Anquan Bolden and Nnamdi Asamoah are new to the roster. But uh, the big issue for the Niners is the backup quarterback. If something happens to Colin Kaepernick, uh, they had a, a guy named Tolzien and Colt McCoy, and neither one of them looked very good. So we'll see what's going to happen. Uh, they may look for a quarterback they get released from another team but neither one of those guys look like the kind of fit that they uh, need behind Kaepernick and it kind of goes back I want to get off on a tangent real quick and it kind of goes to show why some of these quarterbacks were paid so much in the offseason like Matt Ryan, Tony Romo, um, Matt Stafford and you wonder why these teams were paying so much for these quarterbacks well the problem is there's nothing out on the streets there's no young up-and-coming quarterbacks that are worth their salt. So you have, if you've got somebody that is halfway decent, or you you have to pay them probably more than what they're worth, but you have to pay them that to keep them because other teams are looking for quality quarterbacks. Uh yeah, Seattle Seahawks playing against San Diego. It was a close game after the first quarter, but Seattle's backups dominated. Uh, actually, I was kind of surprised because San Diego starters looked pretty good uh, as a whole. Uh, I thought they would struggle a lot more, but they looked pretty good. And you had the Jets playing Detroit. Jets lost that game, seventeen to twenty-six. And all honesty, that's a who cares game. I guess the highlights of the game were, like I said earlier, were Matthew Stafford's uh, new contract, three years, fifty-three million, and then there's the quarterback battle there with Geno Smith and Mark Sanchez and McElroy, the quarterback out of Alabama, might actually end up winning that job. Geno Smith went down with an ankle. Mark Sanchez in his typical self-first pick. First pass was an interception uh, for, for a, a touchdown. So it's, you know, the Jets are going to have some issues, the quarterback, it looks like, but we'll see what's going to happen as the season goes along. Uh, you have the Miami Dolphins beating Jacksonville, which was a good uh, bounce-back win for the Dolphins after getting beat by Dallas last week at Hall of Fame game. Uh, The big thing that kind of shocked me through the the highlights of that game were Jacksonville's new two-tone helmets, but uh, it doesn't matter how good you look if you you play with crap uh, and if you're only scoring three points in a preseason game against a team that was pretty manhandled last week, that doesn't bode well for your season. Um, Jacksonville, the Jaguars are having their own quarterback battle. Uh, Brian Gabbard, who was picked in the early rounds a couple of years ago out of Missouri, is in a battle with Chad Henney but in all honesty it doesn't matter who wins that starting quarterback job because both of them stink and that team is going to stick throughout the year then you had the New England Patriots playing the Philadelphia Eagles a game that was televised nationally on the NFL Network the score was 31-22 Philly but in all honesty that game really wasn't as close as the score uh, Philly came back late with some scores to make it look better but uh, New England pretty much manhandled them I was impressed with Philly's offense both when Michael Vick and when Nick Foles were playing quarterback. I was impressed at how well he moved the ball. I was definitely impressed with Nick Foles being able to run the read option as well as he did. He's nowhere near the athlete as Michael Vick is, but he did it, he held his own pretty well. Um, Matt Barkley, who came in late in some mop up duty, I uh, wasn't overly impressed with anything he brought to the table. But if Newman doesn't fix their defense, they're in for a long season. Um, Newman was able to run and pass at will, uh, especially with the starters. Uh, We'll see what's going to happen again as the season goes along. Chicago against Carolina, another one of those whole games in the preseason. In the battle of up and down quarterbacks, Jake Cutler and both Cam Newton will either throw you in a game or throw you out a game. They've got the Romo Coaster uh, issue going on, so you never know which one you're going to get. You Arizona playing against Green Bay, which may have been the shocker of the weekend. Uh, Arizona won that one 17 to nothing over Green Bay. Just kind of surprised. Although Aaron Rodgers only played uh, a series or two, it was still a bit of a surprise that they weren't able to put the ball in the end zone. And I think that's part of the reason why that they brought in um, Vince Young from off the streets as a backup uh, to fight for that second-string position because the, who they got now – Really didn't look very impressive at all, and Graham Hall, formerly of Texas Tech, uh, he just stunk up the place. So it makes sense why Green Bay went in and picked up a new another quarterback to uh, just in case something happened to Aaron Rodgers. Uh, the highlights of that game to me were the return of the honey badger, uh, Tyron Matthew out of LSU, who had gotten himself into some trouble and had to sit out last year, uh, got picked up by uh, Arizona wearing number thirty two and uh, he made his presence known uh, not only during the game but prior to the game because he made a a tweet about how excited he was to play and how much rage he had built up that he couldn't wait to unleash. And he definitely did that. He had a a nice quarterback sack, and he also had a a nice punt return for about 24 yards. But I think what's going to make or break the Arizona Cardinals season is the pickup of uh, Carson Palmer. And if we don't hear the name Carson Palmer – and Leonard Fitzgerald mentioned often it's going to be a long, long season because that has to be a go to combination uh, for that team. We had the Minnesota Vikings playing Houston Texans, another ho um, home who cares game, especially considering that the two stars of both teams didn't play, Arian Foster and Adrian Peterson. You wanted to look forward to see what they would do uh rushing the ball. Uh, during the, if it was a regular season game, but because of it being the kind of game that it was, both both players sat and didn't play. And uh, as I said, Houston won that game, twenty-seven thirteen. Then you got a game that he was rather intriguing. That you was know, the Kansas City Chiefs versus the New Orleans Saints. You got the New Orleans Saints coming back with their former new again head coach Sean Payton, who had, they had to serve a one-year suspension for uh, all that BS that went on. And uh, you had the Kansas City Chiefs, who were 2-14 and 14 last year. And they may have been the most talented 2-14 and 14 team uh, in the history of the NFL. They had six players in the Pro Bowl, but yet only were able to garner only two wins. So it's going to be interesting this year with the new head coach and Andy Reid, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles, and a healthy Jamal Charles at running back, and Alex Smith, formerly of the Niners, at quarterback. They're my pick. Be the most improved team, and I'd be very surprised if they didn't pick up at least six more wins this season, at least go eight and eight, if not better, this season. Then, um, the second game of a doubleheader the other night was the Dallas Cowboys versus the Oakland Raiders, which Oakland won 19 to 17. And the interesting thing about that game was that 60 of Oakland's 90 players were new from last year's roster. So as a lot of us have talked about over the last couple of years, the Raiders wouldn't improve until something happened to Al Davis. Once he passed uh, and let go the reins, uh, they basically flushed out a good portion of their roster and brought in a bunch of players from off the streets and from other teams, and they definitely revamped that defense, and they definitely playing more aggressive. The offense is more dynamic. uh so, it's going to be interesting to see what the Raiders do in the AFC West, uh, considering that the Broncos are some people's prohibitive pick to be uh, in the Super Bowl and, if not, win the Super Bowl. The question is going to be with the Niners who's going to pull the trigger for those guys? You've got Matt Flynn, who was formerly of Green Bay, then he went to Seattle and got beat out by the third string quarterback. Now he's at Oakland, and in all honesty, he didn't really look all that great. Terrell Pryor came in, who had been picked up last year in the supplemental draft after getting into some trouble over some tattoos for uh, memorabilia when he was at Ohio State, looked pretty good except for one ill-advised throw uh, in the red zone, which ended up being an interception for Dallas, but other than that, uh, they read I I thought he looked rather good. He did a good job of throwing the ball, although they really didn't throw the ball downfield that much. Uh, They were little dinks and dots um, all over uh, for short yardage. But he did a good job at that. And, of course, uh, being the athlete that he he is, he did a good job of running the ball out of the read option, which it looks like Oakland's going to mimic some of the other teams and start using that too. Then they came in with this Matthew McGlellan, who I had never heard of, rookie out of Penn State, who threw the only touchdown for Oakland in the game, which was a beautiful pass. And uh, he definitely threw his hat into the ring. So we're not sure exactly what we're going to be dealing with when it comes to the Raiders this year at quarterback. We may have an an old guy in Flynn who's never really proven himself. We may have a questionable athletic Terrell Pryor who may take over. And then again, we may have this unknown kid out of Penn State, McGowan, who may end up being the next quarterback in the history of the Raiders. So we'll see how that pans out. With you've got Pittsburgh Steelers playing the New York Giants. <sighs> Pittsburgh didn't really play that well. The Giants dominated the game. Victor Cruz, Eli Manning are doing their thing already. We already had to see that stupid sauce already. I just don't want to see it on opening weekend. Uh, but what I, the interesting player for the Steelers for me, not only did they lose Mike Wallace, to free agency to the Miami Dolphins, but they've got this rookie running back, LaRon Stevens Howling, who is all of five foot seven inches, and he reminds you of a Darren Sproles, very quick-footed, very jitterbug, uh, and he almost gets lost behind those big linemen for the Steelers. So they've got him. They also had uh, Jonathan Dwyer, formerly of Georgia Tech, and it'll be interesting to see how, how competitive and how well they uh, play at running back and who gets the reps at running back. So uh, we'll see if this young rookie is able to cut the break through the starting lineup or we'll see if it's going to be an old guy uh, doing his thing. And then just a little while earlier, we had a finish. Uh, we had a finish of the Baltimore Indy game. Buffalo bu- Buffalo won that game. Buffalo, Buffalo won 30-20 and it looks like Buffalo may have found their future quarterback in E.J. Manuel out of Florida State. They moved up in the draft to pick him up and uh, at 16, and he played rather well. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Andy did their thing in the first quarter. Uh, Andrew left, uh is the quarterback of their future. He's going to go down as one of the great ones if he continues his career the way he did. We'll see how well they play this year. We'll see what happens with Buffalo. We'll see uh, what happens in the NFL. It should be an interesting year. Of course, this is only the first game of the preseason, and there's four for most teams. Five for the teams that played in the Hall of Fame game, of course. But four, four preseason games, and this will probably be the last time that we see any starters with any significant playing time, probably until week three of the playoffs and then uh, they will get some extensive play in that game. They will get game four completely off, most of them, and basically coaches will be making their final cuts. So at this point, what you're trying to do right now is knock a little lost off and not get uh, anybody injured, More, most importantly, uh, and uh, evaluate some talent. Uh, the next couple of games, and then in games two and games four we will focus more on column evaluations of guys who are on the bubble after a couple of cuts. So um it'll be a bunch of players that you may not know but you may hear from in the near future. So that was week one. We're just happy to have football back. I had hoped that some we'd get some callers tonight, but hopefully a bunch of people will listen in on the archived versions. Again, you can catch all the episodes on the uh, all the episodes of the Motor Mouth Mosley Radio Show on Blog Talk Radio forward slash Motor Mosley. You can also uh, hit us up on Twitter. Again, we're still looking for sponsors and donors and people who are looking to advertise uh, their services or products on the show. Uh, we're getting about uh, fifteen to up to fifty listeners of the radio broadcast, and we're getting anywhere from 100 to sometimes up to over 400 people who receive my posts and tweets, and once we start getting sponsors, every time I send out a tweet or a post, uh, I will have your product or your name mentioned in it uh, for depending upon uh, the package that you buy. So uh, if you're looking at getting more business and generating your name out in the airwaves a little bit more, uh, we'd definitely love to work with you. You can hit me up at um, MotorMouthMosley at com to discuss it. You can find me on Facebook, either on my personal account or on MotorMouthMosley. We can chat and, uh, again, discuss. I do have a price list that I can send out. And for the first 10 uh, buyers, uh, we are offering 50% off. Um uh, again thursday nights our will be immediately following the t v show Scandal that will focus more on the scandal show, but as for Tuesdays and strictly sports or uh, broadcast we'll be looking to discuss what's going what's coming up uh over the weekend in games and what just happened in games so Again, looking forward to hearing from you, looking forward to conversations and dialogue and debates. We're We're going to be having our previews, team previews of all 32 NFL teams within the next few days. Uh, Please tune in this coming Tuesday at 11 o'clock on our Tuesday night broadcast where we'll be having Jesse Sapolu, four-time Super Bowl champion of the San Francisco 49ers. He will be on discussing his MIT, which is his men in the trenches camps, and also a book. Highlights of some of his battles back in the day with the Dallas Cowboys and uh, having uh, bounced around the offensive line, playing both guard and center for two Hall of Fame quarterbacks. So it will be an interesting show. Looking forward to you tuning in. Again, thank you for listening whenever and wherever you're listening from. Thank you for calling in when you decide to call in. Have a great evening. and a great week. And I want to thank you again for listening to the Motor Mouth Motion Radio Show. Have a great evening. April, roll up late right after it. Yeah. No, but if I have to, I will go ahead and sad shit. Yeah. You ain't as bad as me. Make yeah. you just be acting. Yeah. I'm always cursing you, you. You always